Hey yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get down. This right here is how we do it. Break it down. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, a.k.a. Cash Money Thousandaires, a.k.a. Young Money. Why would you do that? Because I'm not a millionaire. Neither were they. So what? Let me live in it. They took all the money. Okay, a.k.a. Get out how you live. Okay, I like that one. My name is Chris Mitchell, a.k.a. Hackney Taka Taka, Shabby Like Shabba. Shabba? Yeah, man. Washnikov, man. I'm not even from Hackney. I don't even get what that line means. It just sounds good. <laughs> Try tech man for Tina Turner. Wow. Wow. See, that's, I also... Wow, wow. I'm talking to our guests who I haven't introduced yet. But, um, got no manners and that. No, no manners. No hospitality and that. But before we do that, speaking of hospitality and Iranian hospitality, because our you know guest comes from a very hospitable... And he came with no tadig, no rice, no meat, nothing. Why are you... Why are you... Chill. Anyway, firstly, we've got to say thank you to everyone listening to our last podcast. Yes. Very, very good feedback, as always. We appreciate all your thoughts and feedback. Don't forget, you can rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favourite outlets. And I'm not sending anyone a link. Find it yourself. Do people come to you with... Uh, oh, send- yeah, link me to it. Go away. Yo, you when pe- the weekend drop a record, you don't have to send you a link. You, you find that. You people have got... You people have got Draper friends. You know what I mean? Draper's an adjective with us, you know? <laughs> when you do a dra- when you pull a Draper... I mean, I guess we'll know about... Um, DTM. Do you know what DTM is, Chris? It's an acronym. Don't trust. Nope. It's not. It's not Steve Austin. It's Draper taught me. You are so rude, <laughs> bruv. You are so rude. If I was him, I'd slap you. You know. No, because look, it's it's, it's season two. Like, if you carry on like that, you're gonna get punched in your face by Draper one day. No. And I'm not even gonna step in, bruv. Draper's gonna rock you in your nose, bruv. <laughs> season two. It be, the, we because we fell off. We we fell back from taking the piss out of Draper in season one. We did it for like the first five, six episodes and then we fell back and then he sent me a voice note where he just recorded a bit where I was taking the piss out of him. Felt a bit bad, but now it's on again. Okay, cool. It's on site. It's uh, <laughs> I, I need a lift after this, so I'm being easy. <laughs> I need a lift. Draper gonna drive me all the way home to my doorstep. Wow. Right, so I'm super excited. Yes. I'm super, super excited because I have a friend who's come all the way from Jersey, from America, New York, I was going with that. We've actually got a real New Yorker this time. We yes. had Jameson on the show. No, he's not a New Yorker. He's, he's a bootleg New Yorker. Yeah, he's, boot- he's a bootleg <laughs> one. We've got a real one today. He's an immigrant yeah, to America. He's a real ignorant immigrant. We, we have the mayor of wow. New York City. Not Giuliani? No, we have... No, no, don't go with Giuliani, Republican he, trash. He was trash. No. Yeah, he was very trash. No, not even Bloomberg. Fuck him as well. Um, so remember, wow. remember that screwball tune, Who Shot Rudy? <laughs> that tune was hard. That tune was hard. <laughs> so we have the mayor of New York... MC host extraordinaire, the George Costanza of College Radio, mm. my friend, Can you my stop dear your shoe, friend, bro? shut up in that, my <laughs> dear friend. <laughs> we got Marcy on the show. Yeah, you yeah. peeped my etiquette, right? Like I didn't say a word. Yes, I even like though that. I was tempted to say many things. Yes, yes. But my radio etiquette prevented me. Prevented from that. you. Yes, he's speaking like a true <coughs> Yeah, like he went he's, to school, bro. Yeah, and oh, don't bring this up again. You mm. went to school. We get it. Shut up now and then. Mm. Are you getting mad aggressive now? Your Sorry. friends here. You know? I know, I know. It's back fight, I'll fight you, bro. Showing out, right? Yeah, I'll back fight you, bro. <laughs> Breaking atoms will turn broken noses, bro. <laughs> So we have Mr. Purpose, Mr. Soul. Mr. Soul, I like that. Mr. Soul, I like this. That's a little cocky, but fuck it. No, fuck it. Can I curse? Yes. Yeah, man. No, 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 you can't. Fuck! You can't. 
you, you may not curse. Okay. No, it's it's just, this is good. Wait. How can you tell him he can't curse? He's the potty mouth of the south. Oh yes, that's my AKA. Po- potty mouth of the south. Yeah, I'm man. the potty mouth of the south. <laughs> yeah, you, you can. Are you, you in the south now? You are in the south. I'm the south coast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. it applies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, cool. If I could do it in French, because I'm probably closer to France, that would mm. be amazing. I need a. Fr- oh, I got a French speaker at work. Yes, I'm gonna get that for the next episode. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for coming. Oh, you thanks are for in, having me. You were in London. Mm-hmm. It's not your first time here. You've been there many times. Yep. Do you ever remember the first time you came to London? What were your th- that kind of first experiences of this trash city that we live in? The first experience I had, um, I was like, you know, I was looking for hotels. Actually, the first time I came here, I met you. Yes, yeah, that's true. And you know, I was looking online trying to find hotels, and I found some real cheap spots in King's Cross. I was like, "What? This sounds fancy, King's Cross." <laughs> I was like, "Yo," told one of my boys, "I'm going to, I'm staying in King's King's Cross, motherfucker. What's up?" <laughs> I get there, I'm like, "Holy shit, what is this?" <laughs> it's like crackheads and. Just it was crazy. Yeah, it was. It the the hotel it. room was crazy. It was like a, a notch above a hostel. It was. It was just a notch above. Above a little That's notch. No, like a mini notch above a hostel. But it was an experience. It was, it was. It was fun. It was. It was good. It was my first time. I was running around crazy. I got to meet up with you on that trip. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was a, that was the first time we met here. But I think we probably met in New York prior. No, that was the first time we. Yeah, ever... we spoke online. MySpace. We were MySpace days. Showing our age. I'm young. I don't know about him, ladies and gentlemen. I'm I'm old. I only log into MySpace when I want to be alone. (laughs) Yo, you know I got an email from MySpace last night. What did they say? Asking me about my top eight. No. I swear. I'll show you the email. Was Tom in your top eight? No, I took... You could take him out, right? Yeah, but I, I why is he on your top... He's always looking back like he's like Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Tom's a, a, a world-traveling photographer now. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Tom's got bread. Yeah. Tom's chilling. He's chilling. He's just going... Traveling the world, taking professional photos. Damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, people life. laugh. People laugh at Tom. I want to be Tom. Yeah, we, we connect... I got like my five billion dollars. Yeah. That's he's chilling, bruv. That's deep. Shout out to Tom. Fuck Tom. Um, yeah. So, um, so... Wow. Yeah, we met on MySpace because uh. I was doing that blog at mm-hmm. the time and I was very interested in your music. Right. And at the time, some some yat, let's call him a yat, was beefing with you. Oh, And yes. you sunned him like no, I've never yeah. seen before. Yeah, yeah, that's so, the sparked interest, right? Yeah, so some 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 guy from Chicago, I think he was from Chicago, yeah. he was trying it with you and you basically sunned him by getting him on the phone and recorded the phone call where he was basically very apologetic yeah. and yeah I was supporting your music but I, I liked that move nice little manoeuvre right it was a good it was a good switcheroo yeah Seinfeld <laughs> so Marzi likes Seinfeld like I do you don't like anything that's good so Chris you can go piss you don't like Seinfeld I've never watched it give it a chance give it a- I will because I respect you I'll, listen, I'll watch yeah, it give it him. a chance <laughs> <laughs> you don't like Frasier do you I've watched a couple of episodes. I, I, it makes me chuckle, but I'm not a hardcore fan. Okay, if you kind of like Frasier, you really like Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You got to give it. You got to give it like, it like the first couple of seasons are very slow because you got to remember it's like '89 when it That's came cool. out. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Give it a shot. And give if it it's trash, you got to pay me. Yeah, <laughs> for my time. Yeah, fine. So you're in London now. Yeah. What are you doing at the moment? I had a uh, two shows with a Moto Technique at O2. I think. The mm-hmm. Islington. Yes, Islington, and then um. Is that different from O2 Indigo? Indigo? Yes. Mm-hmm. So O2 is the brand name. Mm-hmm. So 
think of it like the like the Nokia theater mm-hmm. in New York. So it's Nokia, but it's not. Like, so in, is the Indigo larger than the? Yes, I would I would assume so. Okay. Indigo is in the O2 arena. The so Indigo, oh, I think Indigo smaller. Is it smaller than? Yes, yeah, so it's O2 arena. Well, so right. Well, so O2, sorry. It, yeah, safe for that. O2 Islington, so O2 Islington, that's smaller. That's smaller. Yes. O2 Indigo is smaller than O2 Arena, but yeah. it's literally opposite each other in that same. The Indigo can hold about three thousand. Yeah, I saw Kurt Franklin there. Nice. I okay. saw Babyface there. And Boys to Men. It was a problem. It was a problem. But Boys to Men. It was a problem. It was a problem. And so you did shows. So I did, yeah, two Mortal Technique shows back to back. Both of them were sold out. Both of them were crazy bananas. And then did two shows with EOW end of the week. Uh, one in London, one in Bristol, and then there will be a Black Star show. By the time the people hear this, it will probably be done. But ha- still. happened already, yeah. Still, yeah. I saw them live a few weeks ago. Right, amazing. Really? Oh yeah, there. Yeah. Touched me in my in my chest, bro. Yeah. Loved it, loved it. Crossed yeah. off my in your bosom and that. Right in my sternum, bro. <laughs> it touched me in his bosom and that. Yeah, bro. Right in my sternum. Bro. <laughs> I got to hear Get By Live. I was done. <clears throat> nice, nice. I was done. Marzi, talk to mm. me about Soul Purpose. The acronym, what it stands for, how you came up with it, okay. the background to all. I'm gonna tell you the, how it really came up with it. Yeah. Um, Soul Purpose was a group at first. It wasn't an acronym. It was Soul Purpose, just the words. Uh, it was me and two of my roommates in Brooklyn, and they were two producers, and one of them produced and rap, and it was me, and I was you know the new roommate that came in but I knew them for years so we're like we've known each other for years we're roommates we all do music let's form a group right did it called the Soul Purpose Um, got a nice little uh, album deal put it out Um, the company was I'm not even gonna name the company because I don't wanna give them any promo but can you tell me off the air? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, love all this stuff. And it's Googleable, so Googleables. You, <laughs> people could find she out. Did but, the Googles, right? <clears throat> so, so yeah. So they didn't put any money in promotions, although both of our singles did very well. Um, the album didn't sell what we expected. So my two partners got angry. They went their separate ways. Not angry with me. They got angry with the the sure. whole situation. Um, at that time, I got my job at a, in, a, in a major label. Um, at a major label um, did that so we all kind of like chilled with, with recording music mm. um, I was still doing shows I, I learned the game for a few years and then came back with the sole purpose without them because they were off doing their own thing one owned the record store and the other one was a huge huge entertainment lawyer who later became a huge even huger A&R and then now owns an imprint like he's just a man right. um, but uh and doing very well so I, I continued Soul Purpose years later with my own label my own distribution my own marketing my own everything um, and then we changed the model of Soul Purpose to uh, make it make it a, a more charitable group so every you know to present day every album we put out 100% of the profits from sales and downloads and streams and all that goes to a charity that we pick for that certain album so we have a theme with everyone yeah so you've done there was a boys and girls club that was early on earlier one so you do you pick how do you go about choosing the charities that you associate the album with three ways one i wanted to be communal so something that i grew up around you know and and giving back to my neighborhood as well as many others too it has to be something universal where everybody can relate to you know everybody loves kids so boys Mm. and girls club and then uh Three, I want to make I make sure it's a real charity that 
You know, it's not like they're taking a bunch of money and putting it into the, you know, into the organization. So um, last year we raised over collectively over ten thousand dollars for clean water wells in Uganda. Mm. Um, this year with this album, which just dropped, by the way, please go support. What's your story, Mazi and Soul Purpose? Shameless plug. Uh, uh, all of the profits are going to NNEDV, National Network to End Domestic Violence, in particular to help house women who've been abused. Right. Yeah. So that's that. Um, so going back to the name. Yeah, yeah. So I would, you know, then I found out that there was a jazz group, modern jazz group before me that before we came up with the name Soul Purpose, they had the name Soul Purpose. Right. So, you know, there's a sign at the door. No buying allowed. So I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know, let me let me figure something else out. So I came up with the acronym, Sense of Understanding Life's Purpose, Soul Purpose. But then I would send my stuff into the blogs and they would always just put Mozzie. They would never put Soul Purpose. So I was like, fuck, man, what am I going to do? They keep putting Mozzie. They won't put Soul Purpose. Branding, branding is important. I send it to them. I saw they put up Mozzie. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to change it again. Mozzie and Soul Purpose. So people are like, what's Soul Purpose? Well, my answer to that is Soul Purpose is everybody. Anybody, everybody who's helped me in any way, shape, or form. Whether you opened the door for me while it was raining outside. <laughs> or uh, whether you, you bought my album, downloaded it illegally, come to the show, give me a dollar, be nice to me. So it's the biggest group in hip-hop. So are we in Soul Purpose now? <laughs> You've been in Soul Purpose, bro. You've been in, whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah, you just need to call me now. You Everybody who's listening to this podcast is in Soul Purpose, That's the, purpose the biggest whether you like it or not. He'll I give like you a that. verse. Yeah. He'll give you That's a verse. even better. Can I give you a verse? No, you are right. <laughs> nah, that's deep. That's trash. Uh, maybe an intro? Yeah, like a heavy intro. British accent intro? <laughs> well, like Idris Elba, an American yeah. gangster. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll do that. I'll go, I'll go but yeah, that. so, you know, so now it morphed into the name or evolved into the name Mazi and Soul Purpose. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll talk, we, we, actually, I'll, I'll come back to the blog era because that's quite important. Yeah. Because you've always been on, on the pulse of what's happening, whether it's social media, whether it's the blogs and how you reinvent your how you brand your content and your music to fit that so you're yeah. very good you're very good at that thank you um still now, learning we know that you're 16 years of age yes right? so very, very young very young, very young. You know, fresh I, start, I started when i was two years old <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do i if have i got this right i remember you telling me a story we had many stories uh -oh. ciphers with cannabis oh and, yeah and yeah, pun yeah. Is it yeah, was it pun yeah, and cannabis walking down like no no this two totally separate okay separate. yeah there's two so there was the yeah. the gym hall with pun no 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 it was Go on. it was it was there was this show in New York uh, Ralph McDaniel's had a video show which right. is legendary on Thursdays there was a segment called Crazy Sam's Nervous Thursday Crazy Sam was a crazy guy from Harlem with dreads he looked nuts he looked damn near homeless and he just had little skits that he would do comedy skits and it was his like part of the Thursday right so he became like a hood hood star so um in 1990 <coughs> yeah he had a um 2001 <laughs> he had a uh I'll just say it man 1994 he had a <laughs> he had a a big competition yeah. Rap competition at the Victoria Five, which is in Harlem, 125th Street, right next to the Apollo, and and the winner of the rap bat, rap competition yeah. would win a record deal with Sony Records. So there was maybe 300 rappers that that, that signed up. 
uh, that it's it, like Wu Tang. It was nuts. And so, the affiliates. Yeah, bro, that's all of them. <laughs> so they had us in the waiting room, and the waiting room was another theater. And he would call us one by one, and we only had one song that we were able to do. That's how small the time was. Wow. So we literally had five minutes each. And um, I I was in sort of a group with this guy that I was going to college with at the time. Mm. I just started college. It was my first semester. So we go, and um, in the waiting room, there was a hundred... Like over a hundred rappers, so what's gonna happen? Ciphers are gonna spark off. So it turned off, it turned from just ciphers to boroughs teaming up with each other and going against each other. So it was like Queens versus Brooklyn, the Bronx versus Harlem, Jersey versus Long Island, whatever it was. And then the Bronx started coming. And Fat Joe came in. Right. I was like, oh shit, Fat Joe's coming in. Ninety four. This is Joe the gangster. This killer razor in your mouth. Flojo era. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, oh shit. So he comes in and he has this very fat guy with him Mm. and another young kid with with ski snorkel glasses, (laughs) which was Cuban Link. Yeah. So they come in and they were like, you know, in the cipher, repping the Bronx and. When puns started rhyming, everybody just paused, like jaws just dropped. He took off his shirt, called himself a hairy fat bastard. It was like, <laughs> bro, it was like, it was just, I think it was the Bronx versus Brooklyn at that time right. in that cypher. And it was just, he just stopped the show. It was crazy. But that, 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 that competition, he didn't win. My other boy that was there didn't win. Me and my friend didn't win. Uh, this kid named A Plus One. Right. And he, and he, wanted, he got a deal he, with Sony. He was dope. He was though. Yeah, he was, though. he was really good. Yeah, but I it was heard a, of the name. I don't. He it, did the um, enjoy yourself. That was his biggest single. Oh. And he was on Beats from the East with Cannabis. And right. He did stuff with Lost Boys and like, yeah. um, Latchkey Child was his first album. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it was crazy because heads was going up there. You know, historically the Harlem crowd is very brutal. So I was just like, people were getting booed. I was like, all right. I told my partner, I was like, look, let's just not get booed. Let's just get through the song. Right. And not get booed. So we didn't get booed. We got through the song. That in itself was a success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so mean, that, Lauren Hill got booed in Harlem, you know? It's, it's still hard. The Harlem crowd used to be tough. I don't know anymore. Uh, it's been years since I performed in Harlem, but they used to be... Actually, not performed last year in Harlem, but they were cooler than now. But yeah, before, yeah, yeah. they were crazy, brutal. Right. And then the Cannabis Cypher was a little bit crazier because we were at this place called the New Eureka. This is years later. This is late 90s. We were in a place called the New Eureka Poets Cafe, which, for those who don't know, was there since the 60s and like the last poets and all those people went through there it's a very 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 historical and legendary spot for for activists and poets and you know people in that lane so we used to go there like most Kwali Dead Prez I mean I go down a non-fiction everybody came through that through the New Yorican you know Eminem came through that whatever they did had like a little place where mm. they had the open mic that was our channel all of us came up through those ranks Wordsworth, Punchline, you name it, the list goes on. So, uh, one night, um, God rest his soul, Pumpkinhead and his crew brought this dude at the open mic, and he was cool on stage, it wasn't nothing crazy, he was a little energetic and cool, whatever. We went outside afterwards, because afterwards, the real, like, the open mic was inside, which was heated already, people, line was down the block. People went outside after that, and we had ciphers, that was when the real heat started, you know what I'm saying? So, this guy cannabis bro holy shit he just kept spit. yo he wouldn't stop like he had so many verses and he just was fire 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 so we're, we were cypher like cypher dudes so we were just we were, we were keeping up with him but we were like damn this dude is crazy like right. 
So they pushed it. We stayed there so long. They they had uh, got to get out of this neighborhood. Like people are sleeping. You got to get out of here. The guy moved us. We moved. Basically, I'll put it to you like this. The cipher, and you you know the layout of New York a little yes. a little well. So, the New York and Paul's Cafe is in the Lower East Side. It's yep. on Avenue, it's between Avenue B and C on East Second Street. Right. That cipher moved from there, ciphering all the way. Yeah. To 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 Greenwich Village by Grace Papaya on on Sixth Avenue and Eighth Street, West Eighth Street. Jeez. So that's. Easily, easily a solid, solid 30, 40 minute walk. Say, I was going to say 25, but yeah, there yeah, you go. 30 minute walk. And we rhymed there and down the street from there. It was like a f- six hour cipher, bro. It was oh retarded. Like, and oh, this I guy love, never. Love, we. Bro, we had to switch to, to to off top. Like we couldn't kick, we didn't kick rins anymore. We were, the rest half of the night we were going off top, and we had to. We didn't have any rins left. Mm. This guy had rins all night. <laughs> How you have rins for five hours? Cannabis changed everything. <laughs> yeah, cha- non-stop rings. Cannabis is the reason many of us didn't bother learning to count bars and why many of us stopped counting bars. Him. But how do you memorize? I couldn't... Yeah, it's hard. It's... He had six, five to six hours worth of writings and fire, not like, you know, just janky joints. Like, real... Janky <laughs> joints. Like, he had real shit. Like, so shot... And he had just came from the Lost Boys f- uh, video shoot because he had the same T-shirt on. As he had in the Lost Boys, Boys video. For the music makes me high? I think so. Okay. Yeah. He had the white vest on. I think. Some, he had this t-shirt. It was the same as that t-shirt. Unless he has a bunch of them like Alvin and the Chipmunks and he just put it. Woohoo. So you got loads of stories. I wanted to have a little anecdote about Marzi. So Marzi is like a very well-liked, respected individual. Thank you. Uh, within the hip-hop community. I remember Guru from Gangstar interviewing him and when I mentioned that I knew Marzi he his face kind of lit up. Really? Yeah. He he said some nice things about you. Really? Yeah. Alright. I didn't know that. I told you this. Is it? I, I told you this. Yeah, yeah. It's the it's a sixteen in, in you, isn't it? Yeah, it's a sixteen. Yeah, I'm young, you know, I yeah, yeah. things. So he he said some very nice things about you. More technique has as well. It's my brother. Um Young Guru, of course, mm-hmm. Mr. Blaze, Mr. Mr. Smith. Blaze. Wow, I got a story about him. Go on. Yeah, so, so I know Just Blaze from my not very legal days. I don't okay. know him from music. Right, right, right. Um, so I used to roll with, he's from Patterson, New Jersey. Sure. And I used to roll with the biggest, most infamous stick-up kids in Patterson. Not because I was a stick-up kid. No, no, no. was because I dabbled in illegalities Let's just leave it at that. But also that he was an MC, mm-hmm. and I used to go on his block and, and where he did his what he did, and we used to cipher. And he was like, "Yo, we should just start recording." So we started recording in his attic. It was just crazy. Um, but <laughs> we went to this place called Skaters World, right? And Just Blaze was DJing. Now at the time, I didn't know that was Just Blaze or who that was. It was just some guy DJing. I don't, you know, I just knew there was a DJ there, but. I used to roll with them, with them. That click was very infamous. So, 1995, I went to, to Skaters World a couple times. Right. Keep that in mind. Yes. Fast forward 2005, I'm bringing vinyl from Def Jam to Just Blaze because he was spinning somewhere. Now he's Just Blaze, you know what I mean? 
And I give him the vinyl. I talk to him. I'm like, yo, peace. I'm from Def Jam. Boom, boom. I, I deal with DJs. Here's some new records. And I was like, yo, can I get your, your math so I could hit you up when we have new records? He's like, yeah, take my office number. So he gave my office his, his office number. I'm about to leave. He, he, he taps me on the shoulder. He's like, were you in Skater's World in 1995? I was like, what? How do you know that? Like, yeah, I went there a couple times. I, he's like... I was like, I used to roll with da 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 da. He's like, I know. That's where I know you from. Maybe I was the only light skinned dude with them and he remembers the light skinned guy. No, I think I think he has great memory. He's great memory and also he's a very nice person. Right. He's a very he's good very nice he's guy. He's the nicest guy. And those guys were killers, so he probably knew them <laughs> yeah. that who they were and they were like I said, they were infamous. So he remembered me from there. And I was like, "Holy shit! You remember that?" He's yeah, he's he's a nice person like that. I wouldn't be surprised if he actually genuinely remembered you. No, he did. Yeah, no, there's no way he would have no, brought yeah, that yeah, scenario. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't even remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, so then he was like, "Yeah, take my take my cell," and then ever since then we've been, you know, we've been. There was cool. there's there's been many nights where I've been with Marzi. I said to Chris off air. The amount of times that when I used to come to New York, mm. I've been to more New York clubs, as in going out to clubs, than mm. I've ever done in my life in London. <laughs> right? He doesn't go out here. I don't yeah. go out no, here. He this is why here. I live like seventeen thousand miles away in He's the upside a down in world. His home. Yes, right. I'm a visitor. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so, I very rarely go out. But when I would go to uh, to New York, it would be the best time because. Marzi would come and grab me from wherever I was staying. I always used to stay in Manhattan because it was mm-hmm. easier to get around. So after a day of interviews or, you know, label, go to labels and meeting this person, that person, this and that and the other, we would go out and stay out the whole night. One particular night, I think... And we would jump around. So we would stay in one spot. Was- different places. So there's, there's a number. So I'm going to go off like crazy. So there's one night, I remember, where we met the Beat Nuts. Mm. Wow. Large professor... But large professor dapped me and it was so dark that he gave me screw face because he dapped me and I walked away and I said, Marzi, was that large professor? I said, yeah. I went, oh, shit. <laughs> then in that same venue, so it was the Beat Nuts, it was uh, Large P and Q-Tip. Wow. Marzi goes to Q-Tip. He's DJing, mind you. Gives me a dap and I'm like, oh. All in the space of maybe a minute or two. I'm glad to hear this because I, I I think we need to take this podcast out there. That won't happen. Anyway, so there's a here's a here's, here's um here's well, a it's great thinking thinking long range, right? Nah, fuck the long range. <laughs> it's a short term for me, baby. No, I'm joking. There'll be a time for it though. But um, another one, and I, I won't forget. I don't this. even remember this, by the way. We there was the, the are you lying on it? No, no, no. Swear to God. No, no, no. I believe that we did that. There's a, there's a couple of others ones. There's, there's a couple of others I'm going to mention very quickly before we get into a trivia question, which you Ooh, might have to get involved in. Right? So, another one was, which involves Just Blaze. We were out, out, out. We went to Sutra. We walk in, and mm. Sutra is like a, a club in the Lower East Side, Avenue A. Have you, no, First Avenue, but it's done. They shut it down. Right. So, oh, they yeah. shut it down. Yeah. So, like, Tony Touch used to do shows there. Um... They used Ra- to do, Rob uh, Flo, it was just yeah, a lot of people. It was, a, it was a, I used to love going there, basically. Walk in, I see Shahim the Rugged Child wow. <laughs> talking to Just Blaze. This is three o'clock in the morning, mind you. We walk in, he knows, Marzi knows everyone, so he's dapping up everyone. I'm just like, I'm like the Asian dude, just like, yeah, what's up, man? I like hip hop, mm-hmm. right? Anyway, Just Blaze sees me, and at this point, Just is a very nice person, takes me to say, I want to talk to you. 
gives me relationship advice there and then at half three in the damn morning at Sutra. Do you remember this? I, that I remember. I remember that. Because he goes, I've known Just Blaze for, for so many years, he's never done that. And I said, yeah, that's never. why Just Blaze is Just Blaze. Get, and mind you, Just Blaze was talking to Shaheem, the rugged child. <laughs> Stop that conversation. Because I was going to go, let me talk to Shaheem. No. And then came and said, I need to chat to you. And gave me a pep talk on life and relationship advice. And I was just like, holy fuck. Changed my outlook on shit. Okay. That was with Marzi. Wow. Here's another one. Do you remember the time we went to a club? I don't remember the club. We went to a club and you bought two of your friends, two lady friends, okay. like your friend friends. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, put no, you no, no. there's some friends of yours. We went out and you had to drop someone off. So I was left with two of you. And I told you a story. You weren't actually there. Mm. Two, I was in a club, right? This is, I've never happened before. I left you on babysitting duty. He left me on babysitting duty. And the two girls are there dancing. Now, you know, I'm in a club. I'm not really dancing. I'm screw facing, you know, I'm, you know. New York ice grill. Yeah. <laughs> some dude grabs the girl's hand some random dude and she's totally uncomfortable mm-hmm. so I was like what do I do here innit so I step in innit I said no nah, she's with me innit like leave did her they, alone did they, did they mock you no 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 man said yo what fuck man and I was like look she with me so how it goes innit and he's like yo if you're ever in the east side of Queens I'm gonna fuck you up I was east like, side of Queens I was like dude I'm in front of you you're not touching her and leave her alone yeah 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 that's like, trash East side of Queens, you know. Is there an East side of Queens? I don't, I don't know. know. But he was I've talking never, about. I've never, never heard, heard no East side of Queens. Queens. He, he was obviously like drunk or something. But all he kept talking about is if we were somewhere else, I'll fuck you. I was, I'm right in front of you. All right. All happened with Marcy. That's amazing stuff. Well, you know, you you, you showed your chivalry. I, I am a very chivalrous person. Yeah, that's good. I will step in. That's I good. will put myself in the face of danger. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Trivia time. Let's get it. Uh, I might be wrong There might be multiple people here But I'm going to ask you for four Four rappers Because you're speaking to a rapper And you're kind of a rapper Chris No, no I like his songs a lot Every song I heard by this guy is great No he is good oh, you He's see good. I even have to pro- I, I appreciate that man You see New York show me more love than London You know <laughs> I'm deadly serious Go ahead, go ahead Can you name four rappers Who've released six Platinum albums in the, uh, Who've got six platinum albums In the first ten years of their career Four rappers Eminem uh, These are not the names I've got So okay. But Eminem has got In the first 10 years Of their career Six albums Eminem, Platinum. Ca- Eminem came out in 99 Yeah So if you can name out Look Like yeah, I said em- I think Eminem's in the list Fine okay. We'll give you M Okay uh, Six platinum albums. I have to name Four of them right Four Okay uh, Drake Nope Wait wait Lil Wayne Nope Really LL Cool J Possibly I don't have that one I, yeah. I don't trust your trivia bro Shut up and that I said Drake Wait wait wait, 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 wait. No, I, I have two more I have two more, I have two more. Um, Think think like Think Don't overthink it Oh uh, This guy uh, This Pitbull No What? Not Pitbull We're not counting him <laughs> Why not? It's not a Kodak moment In Times Square Oh, no, oh right. Snoop Dogg Yes For sure Snoop Dogg Snoopy okay, Think that's... Think Just so Big I'm, not, I'm thinking of Snoop's first six albums. Okay, you'd have to name them. Yeah, I know, but I'm sure. Uh, uh, too this short. Is, this is where I get obsessive over details. I said too um, short. Why did I say that? <laughs> too Ice short. Cube. Ten years, first ten years of their career. Salad dwellers. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Shout out to Salad Dwellers. X. I love them. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I love Salad Dwellers, man. But you're running out of time. 
I got, I got two. You gotta get the other two. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure, like, okay, no, 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 I'm, I'm starting to get offended now, right? Ice he, Cube he, has, Ice Cube, I, okay, America's Most Wanted went platinum. Yeah, the second one De- went platinum. Went platinum. Pra- Lethal Predator. Injection, The Predator. Then you had, um... We be clubbing. War, war, yeah. <laughs> we be clubbing. <laughs> Back war, into it. War and Peace Volume 1 and 2 went platinum too. Were they in six. the first 10 years? Of his career? Good point. Yes, it was, because War and Peace All came right, out cool, have it. All right, fuck's sake, man. Okay, so tell us what you have. Who you got? Jay-Z and Nas the last I two. I didn't want to say Jay-Z because I thought the first album didn't go platinum. It did, but 10 years later. 10 years later. Ah, see, that's a trick. Over. That's a trick, man. Go. And then Nas, no, I didn't think, I thought Nas was like a guy that his shit went gold all the time, not like really platinum. It went platinum, but it when, took like 10 it went, years. It went platinum when Still Matter came out. Ah, see, that's a trick, man. You see, he, like, he feels proud of himself. Look, look, look at him. Yeah, hey, baby. This ass questions, B. Question Speaking of rappers. Okay. Let's, it's another trivia question? No, let's speak. Uh, let's oh, talk. Oh, man, I like trivia questions. We got trivia. This is the new thing of the season with trivia okay. questions in. Right. Um, let's talk about why Sadat X talks to his polo shirt <laughs> and showers, uh, talks to his polo shirt, then has another shower. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I've never so heard that ex, story. brand Nubian, <laughs> classic. I've we've I've met him, I've interviewed him. Lovely guy has an incre has an incredible rapping style. Can we talk about why he has two showers in between talking to his polo shirt, his Ralph Lauren polo shirt? Um, this is coming from a guy who said, "Then I peed." He starts his verse. Then I peed on n words. Came the absolute worst. Lost compassion for humans and then smacked up their moms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you could say that at the beginning of a verse, you could say anything. <laughs> He's different. Bro. He's very different. The reason this guy is the best MC of all time. You've, you've said this to me before. We've had this he conversation. He's the best MC of all time. He does not live within any margins or boundaries. He knows no boundaries, this guy. He know he has he has ingrained the DNA of being an MC in his in in his every being and then took that and just went to Planet Zarkon with it. Wow. Because Pooba was the star of the group, but I always gravitated to Sadat X because of the voice. Well, actually, Pooba and Sadat are tied for my favorite. Okay. Pooba for this reason, because Pooba influenced my writing. It's more than probably more than anybody else. Um, or as much as anybody else, mm-hmm. but he was the first one where I was like, "Holy shit!" And he kept my pen moving, mm-hmm. you know. So just for that, and I don't ever recall a whack verse from Pooba no, ever. Neither do I. So um, that's why Pooba keeps that 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 level. But Sadat, man, like if you just get put it this way, if you can just get influenced and borrow 1% or 10% of his unorthodox style, mm-hmm. you will open so many layers and chambers for yourself as an MC in your own creativity. Like, I'm being honest. Like being No, I, I, and I believe you. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that because now uh, we can briefly touch upon the art of MCing. We've had conversations in the past. Because I feel like I can go places because I have that influence that many others can't go. Right. I don't have a creative boundary. I already have the fundamentals of being an MC. Right. What What are the fundamentals, would you, you say? You know, like, you know, patterns and schemes and punchlines and, you know, how to how to set up lines and all that stuff. We have that. As an MC, those are standard. You know what I'm saying? But then I can 
jump into portals and get out of there and levitate and Star Trek. Yeah, man. You're going through the. You're teleport. going through the. I can teleport, yeah, you can teleport. Bro. Damn, and that's Sadat X. That's Sadat X. When he had two showers in the morning. Yes, yo, he doesn't even have to rhyme in a verse. He, he doesn't says, even have to rhyme. I don't know. Remember, he said, "This is a bagel." <laughs> yes, yes, this, a bagel. this is a bagel. <laughs> yes, we, yeah, I, I, I admire, I admire Sadat X. I just find it, it's unorthodox. There's nothing wrong with it. I just. It's also something But it's all seeing it From that perspective That I just laid out Yeah If you don't see it From that perspective It could be in an annoying voice It could be a unique voice only It could be Oh this guy's You don't get it Weird You don't get it It's like It's like He's misunderstood I think to many people Right But the ones who get it Really get it Like holy shit This guy's a genius Yeah Yeah uh, One time Especially when uh, Rick Ross was at his height We had a conversation about Ross's rapping style mm. and how he would r- start rapping on the second beat of a bar. Yeah, he rapped. He's he, a lot of times he started a verse, his verse on the two. Right. And you know we're we're children of James Brown, and James Brown is very big on a one. So the one in hip hop is very important as well. But you know, some people. I'm not saying people didn't do it before Rick yeah, Ross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many, many people did it before Rick Ross, but he kind of took that and ran with it, where he started on the two and starting on the two changed could potentially change the whole way your verse is laid out from bar one to bar 16 you know if if it's a 16 um, traditionally so it's ill how Ross did it and Ross didn't necessarily reinvent the wheel but he put some like extra chains on that wheel you know what I'm saying right for snow tires so like yeah okay yeah I was interested I I never discussed Rhyming patterns in that way, and I always, that always stuck with me. Actually, yeah. I remember that um, having having stuck with me. Um, the new project you mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. Talk a bit more about the structure of the project. How, is it is it one of those seven song Kanye West albums or no? To me, I know it, albums are like time based and yeah. EPs are time based, but seven songs to me is an EP. I don't know why he was like. <laughs> Insisting on calling it albums, right. but anyway, that is what it so is. This is where you're from. You would the album. No, it's do, what's your story? What's your story? Sorry, what's your story? You've been doing viral clips with people where they're talking about what their story is about meeting me, or a, a funny story about me, or a memorable story about me that they had. So there's still more coming. I'm gonna have more. Um, I should have one with you, by the way, before we leave. With my British voice, yeah, yeah, international, and <laughs> make it happen. So uh, yeah, so it's called "What's Your Story." It's eleven tracks. Uh and yeah, it's out, man. It's out everywhere. Mazi and Soul Is it on Title? It is on Title. Yes. Yeah. And why? I'm a Title subscriber. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I man. am a Title subscriber. Oh, a proud God. one at that. Yeah. I'm the office DJ at my workplace. Really? I, I basically control the sounds. I'm actually talking Friday. to Title now to to work on some editorial with them. So shout out to Paley from Title. Yes. Nice. Yeah. That's dope. Doing some shit with them. Hopefully it pans out. That'll be good if right. um you know, I don't do music anymore, but I'm happy to plug Elliot to you if you need to. Please. And by the way, people, you know, I'm going to do a, a shameless plug right now. Please do. Uh, my Instagram is itsmazi, I T S M A Z Z I. I say that because in any way shape or form, if you could 
post or put it in your story or any way promote this album. Granted, you like it. I want you to listen to it. Hey, listen to it. You're already streaming it. Yes. <laughs> and listen to it. And if you like it, please repost it because it's going toward a good cause. I'm not putting this money in my pocket. I'm putting it towards something great. Um, and if you didn't hear, the first part of this podcast is going to the NNEDV National Network to end domestic violence, specifically to help house uh, abused women. So, you know what I'm saying? If you like it, repost it, or just tell your friend about it, share it, whatever. Any any little bit helps. I don't Every care if you, li- I don't care if you have one follower. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite album of yours? Brand newbie and one for all. Did you even have to ask? Yeah, true, actually. <laughs> I'm, the reason I do that because I'm in the process of buying your album. So I needed a little filler to get me to the point where I could purchase your album. Okay. <laughs> That's why I asked. No, he's like, he, actually buys, he actually buys my records even though I give them to him. That's the I buy it. That's, That's yeah. real support. It's yeah. buying. That's it's, it's not hard. See what I'm saying? Like, if, it, it, tell me if I'm wrong. If all our friends could support us like this. Yeah. Oh, I wish. Bro, it's like I have to pull teeth sometimes, my it's friends. David Banner said something. Hello, asshole. Did you fucking remember to download my shit? Oh, my bad. Right David, Banner, <laughs> David Banner said something one time. If I had you, I wouldn't need them. Right. And it, wow. Friends. If I had my friends, I wouldn't need anyone else. Like, you fucking posted something from, you know, no disrespect to Drake. Shout out to Drake. But then... Fuck Drake. Nice no, I'm joking. People. I just like saying fuck to people. But, <laughs> I'm, I'm very... I'm, like, yo, I'm Asian. I'm combative. I'm your combative. Boy, your boy, put, post your boy shit up. You know what I mean? Okay. I've got no reception. I'm, it's not a specific example. I'm just throwing. No, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. I'm, yeah. I'm 100 with you on that. No, that's that, that's so good. one for all. Good shout. Yeah, one for all. Touring. You've toured across the globe. Yeah, 40 countries and counting. What have you? Some of them multiple times. What's your biggest experience of touring? Like that you've taken away. You're a very you're a very um, reflective individual. Very smart yeah, yeah. individual. Very mature <laughs> man. Says you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can lollygag. Or you can get shit done. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, understand that some people get on tour and then they have to do a show, but then it's like, it's like you you can't drag your feet when you're on the road. It's go time. Right. You're going to be tired. You're going to eat all fucked up, even though I try to eat well, but still, you know, things are going to be all over the place. But get it done. You know what I'm saying? I was late here, but I had to get here. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, like, get it done. You're working. You're working. It's cool to, to to dabble in extracurricular activities, but you're working. Get so it done. Get shit done. And get as much as you could get done. And you know? you've and in terms of the music industry, so touring is one thing. And what's the biggest takeout you've taken being around the music industry in various different aspects? What's your biggest takeout from it? That it's helped me because you know uh, it's like a Peter Parker Spider Man type situation. I, I work in the music industry, but I also am an artist. I was an artist before the music industry. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into the music industry, so I get a record deal and blah blah blah. I did it because I want to learn. Uh, first of all, it's a, it's a job within music, which is why who want would want to do something that you that right. you're already involved in. One and then two, it helps me learn uh, about the do's and don'ts for my to apply you know the experience to my own shit. I in no way, shape, or form ever looked for that delusional, you know, going to get a record deal type thing. Yeah. Uh, have I had sit downs with people in the past in major labels? Yes. For my own art, yes. But what the biggest takeaway is, I learned to create my own helm and create my own shit and stop. And 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 it's taken away a lot of fantasy and romanticism. Right, you know, what I'm saying a lot of these artists are clueless. smoking mirrors is taken all that way. All right? that's away. It's it's no mirage, no no nothing. It's just 
This is this, cut and dry, that is that. So it's helped me with not being delusional at all. That's good. And you know, it, 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 it you don't you don't waste time that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, as you can see from my screen. Ooh, payment successful. Payment successful. I Listen, figured it out. Party people, your man Summit just cop the album man I love I What's love when people story? say my name's Summit yo Summit all the American friends Summit 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 oh, Summit dude Bobby <laughs> <laughs> right quick thing before we finish up we did this in no, the first I'm just getting warmed up no I'm just playing I'm just I mean, playing, you know, playing, playing we gotta respect the, uh, yeah. the this is classroom for us now we're back, it's first day back in school basically mm. um we used to do this in season one because we're football nuts. Well, I am, and Chris is football, football. like soccer. Soccer, it's football, right. man. Okay, okay, it's football, sorry, man. Sorry, sorry, Jeez, sorry, sorry. no, I'm joking. Um, so we used to do like a five aside. So we would do an episode like we did uh, the Wire versus Sopranos. We picked our starting five aside football. Mm-hmm. You like basketball? You, I do. You play basketball? I do. Um, if you could pick your starting five, is it in basketball? Yeah, sorry for that. If you could start pick your starting five with rappers. Who would they be in certain positions and why? Wait, wait, wait. Rappers that know how to play basketball? Rappers Who can rap? As... Who oh, can rap? rap. Okay, okay. Rapping basketball. Because there are some basketball playing ass rappers, you know? I mean, I can, yeah, well, a Starly is one of them. He can, yeah, he, he, can he played out. with LeBron, I think. I played on a, in a league with him. Really? Years ago, yeah. Okay. So um, who would you pick? Was as... he on my team? I think he was on my team <laughs> one season. Anyway, anyway. Well, Marzi's um, memory sometimes is horrible. Hazy. Swiss cheese. Yeah, it's, it's, my wife says I got a, um, a memory of a fish. They just if things. she thinks you have a bad memory, imagine me. <laughs> oh, straight. Starting five, baby. Starting five. Oh, starting five. Um, my personal. Or? Yeah, yeah. Plus your personal. Oh, that's easy. Um, Sadat X at point guard. Okay. <laughs> Is it because he would have a shower and have a shower in the time now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he'll be fresh. Um, KRS one at center. Why? What's he, important is he? He's a nucleus. He's a nucleus. Got you. He's a nucleus. Um, Big Daddy Kane as shooting guard, because shooting guard, you know, he's that. He's that flashy. He's flash. Know? Yeah. He's a what? Not who's the Steph Curry? He's a Steph Curry. No, Steph Curry's the point guard. Okay, fine. Forget that. Okay. So, um, but you know, not not too off. That's okay. the one. Steph Curry's the one. Uh, Big Daddy Kane's the two. The shooting guard is the two. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Big Daddy Kane as shooting guard. Um, Farrell Munch. At f- small forward, Human and Beatbox. That was his original rapping name. Really? Yep. Yeah, because wow. I think Prince Paul was the rapper. Yep. Wow. And I interviewed yeah. when I interviewed him and Gene Gray, his first rapping name was a Human Beatbox, and he told me that he got so many people come to him and go, "We didn't know that." That like, was super amazing. Yeah, I, I never human, knew that. Human Beatbox. I'm gonna go up to him and say that. Yeah, he's a Human Beatbox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so okay, so Pharrell Munch at. Uh, at small fold, who would I put at that last one? Put Hove there. Nah, definitely not Hove. Nah, put it's, Hove. I love Hove. Hove. He probably owns the team. Come on. But yeah, who, Hove. Yeah, who would I put? Yes, yes. Yeah. Jay-Z, would Jay-Z own. owns the team. <laughs> and can I say who the coach is before I yeah, say Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. No, I, I'll tell you the coach after I pick the last one. Okay. Um, okay. No, I'll tell you the, the coach. The coach would be Chuck D. Oh, nice. Okay. Chuck D. And the fifth player, the the the... The forward would be, damn, this is tough, man. The last one is tough. It's hard. Let's put pun in there, man. Let's put pun in. Big there. pun. Yeah, let's put your, pun. Your in. your five is very East Coast centric. Was that deliberate or? I mean, those are people that influenced me. Right. I just named the ones that influenced me. Cool. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah. I like that. We got there though. I like yeah, this. I like this. this. this is good. I like doing this sort of shit because <laughs> it's interesting because it, it it gives an insight into like Chris said your influences and mm-hmm. where you grew up. But that's yeah, nice. One last time, mm. the socials. Give out the socials for the, the Googles. The, the Google. The Googles. Okay, it's a uh, soulpurposecrew.com soulpurposecrew.com Everything's there. Uh, you could purchase the album from there. Um, or you can go to my Instagram directly. It's Mazi I T S M A Z Z I. Um, or just go Google Mazi and Soul Purpose M A Z Z I ampersand S dot O dot U dot L dot Purpose. And the name of the album is What's Your Story? Question mark. Could you say ampersand again? Ampersand. That, was, that was genius. That was brilliant. I want to isolate that and just use that over everything. Whenever Chris saying ampersand. No, look, it's been an absolute pleasure having yeah, you on. Yeah. I've interviewed you in very... This is the first time I interviewed in this medium. Mm. Interviewed previously. Yeah. I'm glad we got you on the show. Thanks, man. Um, One thing I will I will say to, to take away also, something I t- have taken away from my years. Mm. Right? I'm going to... S- definitely suggest this to everybody who's in music who's an artist never stop learning ever 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 always look at this shit as a student I'm learning from my interns I'm learning from artists that are younger younger than me I've had um, people like Odyssey sit down with me for hour or two and just break shit down and he's a younger artist but he has so much success and knowledge that he taught me things brother Ali I mean the list goes on and on and on of how much I've learned from my peers from people who are younger than me and people who are older than me never stop learning this shit is a game of students not a game of 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 necessarily teachers all the time you know what I mean so no I think I think it's a, a great way to end I think yeah but um, you guys can follow. I does this, man? I you does this, does this cause <laughs> there's nothing left to say. No, there is absolutely nothing to say until next time. Actually, yeah. peace. Yeah, go, go. You know, do your thing. Go, go do your thing. One, one, one last thing. Yeah. Why do you always go yow, yow, yow? Before, where did that come from? I say yow. No, just like rappers. I yo, say yo. What's what's the yo? Why can't you start? Why can't you use? No, pop? here's what I hate when rappers say, "Yo, I said, I said, yo, you didn't say it yet." <laughs> You didn't say I always, it yeah. I always say yo before I, You just never hear on record Because I always cut it out Yo Yo Why can't you say pardon me I'm about to say something Why can't you say that <laughs> this, is, this is why you're not a rapper It's nah. like on your mark Get set Go ready steady go That's what it is for us Yeah it's, uh, he, he, he doesn't understand No I would just go Excuse me Pardon me I'm about to say something no, but I haven't is, got my is, I haven't got my thoughts yet This is MC, <laughs> this is MC talk This is MC talk You right. don't get it Alright All right. Now we're out